0: virtual entrepreneurs, join me on this episode as we discuss the keynotes after reading the chapter of the book by W.D. Wallace, right? That's Walters, Wallace D. Wallace. I keep mixing his name. He's a wonderful guy, I think. So, in this chapter, we are talking about the book The science of getting rich and in the previous episode we read the chapter and on this episode we are discussing the notes as to what the chapter what key points we can take from that chapter that relates to our journey as entrepreneurs building online businesses whether you're in the business of marketing or affiliate marketing or in the small business you're in the right place because today we are talking about using the book the science of getting rich using that knowledge to advance ourselves in the area of building our businesses so without further ado the chapter talks about how riches come to you right and just uh as a small side note there one of the few things that i learned a long time ago there's a proverb that says when the student is ready, the teacher will arrive, and I think that proverb proverb is very, very powerful and very fundamental in the area of personal development and self development. And the reason why I say those words is because there's this concept that um when you are ready, then all the opportunities and possibilities become visible to you, right? It's only when you're looking for something in a very specific way do you see the doors of opportunities open right um, and you know they say you know you can't get different results by doing say everything in the same way but it's by changing how you're doing things then you begin to begin to see all the different opportunities um, and then there's this key thing that I once heard a very very powerful phrase that says you know Sometimes you're so stuck in what you're doing and you go for the low-hanging fruits. You only reach for what's accessible and you never really exhaust all the possible resources available to you, right? And I think that's very fundamental that you never really truly look to exhaust the the possible resources available to you right and you'll never know which resources are available to you because you never chose the path to exhaust to really look for them until they're all exhausted right and so there's that powerful there Uh, and i want to just say all this here to set us up as a foundation as we discuss about the chapter now there are two key values that i took from this chapter there's quite a lot but i took two so that we can discuss them and the first one is The idea of creating value we're going to go back to this this was discussed in the last chapter but we're going to dig deeper into this because it's continuation right and if you want to avoid the competitive landscape right because we want to avoid that because competing means we're all doing the same thing and we're playing a game where only one person wins and in the world of business if you're playing the game of competition, the winner is either the person with the most expensive product or the person with the cheapest product, and there is no advantage of being in the middle. I learned that from Russell Brunson uh, when I took one of his programs, uh, uh, learning on you know how to build your own products and businesses online, and one of the key things I learned is that there really is no other competitive advantage, either you're the cheapest or you're the most expensive right to be the most expensive you need to give a ton of value and to be the cheapest well you just have to really find a way to make um, more with less right Um, and usually in the business of selling material goods means you have to secure channels distribution channels and resources raw materials at a cost that is much much lower so that you can always make a profit right and so if this is the landscape that we are operating in then know that in a competitive landscape it's very difficult because you're always thinking not just about your product and your customer but you're also thinking about the person you're competing against and that doesn't really offer us an advantage because just being in the business on its own there's a lot there's enough challenges you don't need to add anymore if that makes sense right and so creating value One of the biggest things that I've come to learn is when it comes to creating value, you need to understand your key fundamental drive. Why are you in the business that you are in? Why are you in affiliate marketing if you're in affiliate marketing? Why are you doing the thing you're doing? Because unless you fully understand why you're doing what you're doing, then you're essentially running around hoping something will stick, right? Um... You are aiming at everything there is no direction and if there is direction there is no strong motivation there is no cause behind it and in his book um people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it his book starts with why simon sinek talks about starting with why and he says people buy why you do not what you do right and this comes back to your drive that people will follow you because of what they believe aligning with what you believe so and if that is the case then we really have to think of it in terms of creating value if you're going to create value for someone the really only best way to do that is if you're clear why you are doing what you're doing because that allows you to go the extra miles that allows you to really give content with intent to give value with intent right because intent is a keyword here right uh passion is nice because passion will create a fuel but at the end of the day your biggest drive goes beyond passion right um it's it's the thing that will be attracted to you for that very reason that makes sense so now that we have talked about that the next big point is point of making preparations and then the opportunity will arrive now we touched this at the beginning but to summarize it and to tie it up with the book the book talks about the idea that you should start living in a certain way and this may seem like far-fetched but let me try and give you how this relates to business as soon as you start building a business, you one of the biggest things you notice is there's a difference between being an employee in your business, in your business and being the owner of the business and uh, being an employee in someone else's business. When you are an employee in your business, right? You do not have certain responsibilities and how you do things matters, right? Uh, You do them in a very specific and different way. But as soon as you get into the business of owning a business, you start doing them for a very, very different reason. You may do the same tasks, but you need to do them for two different reasons. The first reason is you're doing them as an employee and the second reason is you're doing them as the owner, right? Uh, Trying to achieve the overall objective versus achieving the inside of the business objective. In his book, E-Myth, Michael Gruber talks about the entrepreneurial myth, which is most people have technical skills, go into business, create a business, but instead of really building a business, they end up creating a job where the boss is a technical, they are the boss, and all they have is the technical skills. And what he says is, having very good technical skills doesn't mean you have really good business skills, right? They're two different things. And to summarize what he's really uh, coming onto here is that he says that the way big businesses are built, they were built as if they are big from the very beginning, it wasn't built like a small business to stay small, it was built as a very, very big business. They built the business with a grand vision of it being big from day one, right? Whereas a small business is built as a small business. And that is the big difference here. And so, taking that into consideration, to get where we want to as entrepreneurs, we have to think as entrepreneurs. We have to act as entrepreneurs, right? And that makes sense because there is no way that you can act as an employee and expect to get results as an entrepreneur. Those are two different things. One of those is you take responsibility for your own action. And the other one is someone else takes responsibility for your action, right? Being an employee means you have a boss. Being an entrepreneur means you are the boss, right? And that means that when you get a loss, you get a serious loss. Whereas being an employee means, well, there's a paycheck coming anywhere right and that is a very big difference there so thank you so much for tuning in that is me on these notes here um they're a little bit all over the place but i hope you enjoy that and i hope you got some value from that if you did go to MarketingHelp dot com. you'll find all the past episodes from our podcast i want you to subscribe to this podcast and i also want you download any of the resources i have for you there uh including this book that we are reading i'm gonna put it in there and this will help you if you going to look at it over later on uh if you miss a key concept and uh, if i have any future resources i'll put them down there for you uh, it's a free book uh, it was written a long time ago so it's completely free aside from that thank you so much for tuning in and i'll talk to you on our next episode have a wonderful evening